Uh, hi, Mom. It's me. This is Joe from the Queers, and you're listening to the Dummy Room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not Joined as always by Nasty Date Demol. What's up? Nothing. How's it going? I'm feeling I'm feeling uh not very smart. We were having a conversation about how humans aren't as you know, there's animals that are smarter than us. Believe it, it's true. I've been thinking about it ever since and I I don't I don't buy it, man. I don't know. I mean I, th- dude. I think mentally that there's there's there might be some animals like a dolphin, right? There's they're they're smart. And elephants have that great memory, but um, they just don't have the capability of of doing anything with their smarts. Yeah, but like dolphins don't have thumbs, right? They can't do anything. <laughs> True. <laughs> what the but, fuck are we talking? About? But dude, think about it. You know, certain species like like an octopus, octopi, or whatever, they've been unchanged and living on this planet for millions of years without you know depleting all their resources or destroying their habitat. So I mean, that's pretty smart. Whereas people, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, I, I think maybe they are smarter. They're just, um, it's like a know. different kind of smarts. <laughs> it's like, yeah, totally like apples and oranges. Because there's a bunch of yeah. dumb motherfuckers in this world, dude. You can't <laughs> deny it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm sure there's a bunch of dumb fucking animals too, but you I know think every I mean. animal has has its equal uh, equal place in the world. And yeah. unfortunately, go. humans are just a little bit more advanced than a lot of them, and we're we're capable of of fucking destroying others and ourselves. <laughs> yeah, good for <laughs> us, us smart humans. Anyways, yeah, we were we were talking about this little uh, coronavirus bullshit before, oh, man. and uh, you finally watched the news or something. You heard about it finally? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, I don't but... pay attention to the news, but <laughs> I know I don't. Once either. I heard about that quarantine in New Rochelle. Like what the hell? Yeah, this is getting kind of serious. Yep, and of course Italy is on uh, lockdown or whatever. Uh, it's better. It's happening now. You know, we're we're so far away from Raduno yet that I don't think it's going to affect it. Hopefully. Gosh, I hope not. Dude, Raduno's fucking crazy what? this year, right? Yeah. We got uh we got another dummy room alum hitting her this this year, and that's uh, Haley and the Crushers. Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see that one. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yes. So I kind of looked at the uh, the lineup so far. Man, there's a lot of people on there that have been on the show, dude. Yeah. Blag, Cody, Jeff Palmer, who was announced last week. Uh, Vapid, Haley, Huntington's, Beatnik Termites. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly a couple more. I don't know. Yeah. So That's awesome. Dude. Yeah, it's really good this year. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this shit uh, passes soon. Yeah. And anybody out there that's uh, listening, that's uh, that's uh, you know listening to the show, is uh, safe and sound and can keep their hands clean and whatever else. Totally. So I think the thing is, let's just not panic, but definitely do clean everything that you can. <laughs> you know, because we really do have a great group of people that listen to this show. We don't want to see any of you guys get sick. You know what I mean? Like, we're all in this together. So true. 
I've been going through fucking sanitizer like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I be, I be, I've become a germaphobe in the last couple of weeks. I always kind of have <laughs> been, but this is kind of making it flare up for me. Like, I've been on edge. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah. I was telling you before about having this microscope when I was like, you know, 15 <laughs> or 16 years old, and I'd put a buzz on and start looking at shit in the microscope and seeing what's really there. It's like a fucking nightmare, dude. You don't even want to know. No, I don't, honestly. Mm. You sure don't. Uh, So, yeah, so this is going to be episode 98. 98. Damn, we're getting close to another milestone, right? (laughs) The big 100. That's crazy. Uh, Last week, we had uh, the great Stefan, Stefan Ties from Stardom Records. Yeah, that was fun. Dude, all week, you know? Um, I kept thinking of stuff. I'm like, fuck, I should have asked him this. I, we should have, we should have talked about this. Yeah, but... well, there's so many great records we didn't even mention or talk yeah. about, but I mean, we were kind of on a tight schedule. Yep. So, you know, like, like we said, we're just going to have to have the dude back so we can talk about it. We didn't even get to talk about Freaks on Parade, that, that Ghoulies nope. EP, one of the greatest EPs ever. to talk about Kepi's book either that he put out yeah or anything really yeah i mean it was still fun and awesome but yeah he's got to so, come back so we can dig a little deeper you know yeah so tonight we are we're hitting a topic that uh has probably been the most requested at least for me i've had you know quite a few people message me and actually honestly you this was you kind of came up with this idea it's pretty obvious we're doing it but um 
just a few days ago, somebody somebody messaged me and asked me why we've never done a uh, Vindictives episode. <laughs> yeah, so, it's one uh, of those bands that, uh, you know, I don't know why we just haven't got to them thus far. So I had to play stupid, you know, didn't want to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so tonight we're talking about we're gonna do a, a top eleven vindictives. So let me let me ask you this: How did you uh, how did you discover the vindictives? I got turned on to the vindictives by this dude Brian, my buddy Brian, who I've talked about him before. But he moved here in a, from California in like '92, I believe. But he had all the old VML seven inches, and I'd never heard him, so he played them for me, and I fell in love with that shit, man. You know, they were just so snotty, but they had the greatest background vocals. I mean, I just loved it, dude. I think the first one I ever owned of my own, though, was Many Moods, you know, which was basically all those same songs and a few others. Okay. Yeah, so that's how I got into them. What about you? Um, I remember in 94, I got the Rocks in My Head 7-inch at the Cat's Meow in Madison. Okay. Which was a... Um, which was like a punk rock clothing store, but they sold records and shit like that too. It was, it was a pretty cool shop, but, um, yeah, so I got it there and I remember, uh, buying it because I had heard of them, you know? Yeah. And, uh, look out of course. So pick it up, I get home, put it on and I just remember being fucking floored. (laughs) The punchiness of, of that, of rocks in my head is unreal. Yes. And I loved like at that point, like I was already a full on weasel head, you know. Yeah. But some somehow like the vindictives, like they seemed, uh, they seemed like they were a little angrier and like more more abrasive, you know. Yeah. And th- and that could be, you know, his vocals. I'm guessing that's you know his snotty ass fucking vocals. Um, when you got those, you're just gonna be a little bit rougher than the average pop punk band. Yeah, in the best way though. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it, it's weird because the last week, I've I've listened to so much. This was the hardest one, honestly. I I posted about it. This was the hardest list I've done yet. Yeah, because I don't know, man. They've got so they've got so many good songs, but I had a really hard time ranking these. Like yeah. I knew my top. I I had it down to sixteen pretty quickly. <laughs> Um, it's hard to drop those five off, and then it uh, it was really hard to rank them. Yeah, it was kind of tough. And I just had to, I had to stop listening to them because I would listen to one song and be like, "That's number three. and then I'd hear another one and be like, "Fuck, that's number three, You know? <laughs> yeah. I always thought it was cool about the Vindictives that like they're not an album span; they're a seven inch nope. band. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, think about it. Leave Home obviously covers Party Time covers. The mini moods is just all the seven inches, you know. Yep, it's a, it's a huge comp, but it's not, it plays like an album to yeah, me. Yeah, it does. You know? Yeah, it does. It has all the basic essential stuff right there. Yep. You know, and like Hypno, I don't really like that weird. one that much. There's like one or two songs on there, but it's just a bunch of weird shit, you know. It's it's definitely weird. I I, I didn't get into it right away. I I like some of the stuff on there, but I still, like some it's, of it. But yeah, it's too like weird rock opera-ish or something, There's you know? something a little different, yeah. <laughs> Unplugged. Uh, I mean, who wants to hear these songs acoustic? Not I, me. I, that didn't do it for me Neither. either. Kind of kind of a... Uh, it was a real stretch for them to do, I think. Um, didn't work. I, at least for me, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's something... You know, this... The, I don't know. This, they, these guys were doing things... Like, they were definitely not following anybody. 
No, I mean, I think it's the opposite. I think they're one of the most, like, influential bands from Chicago, and they don't really get their due. I mean, look at Winepress or something, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of these like, bands kind of took on that sound, even Weasel to some degree. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Like, we love the Ramones, and we love uh, a bunch of bands that want to be the Ramones, and then we love the Descendants, and there's a bunch of bands that want to be the Descendants. Yeah. And then we immediately jump to Screeching Weasel next. Screeching Weasel is that other band that everyone wants to sound like. Yeah. But it's like, when you hear the Vindictives, it's like, the Vindictives were, they had that sound right at the beginning of Weasel, you know? Like, the good Weasel. Yeah. You know, 91, 92. Exactly. Like, there was, there, I don't know. I mean, the, I guess the only difference is the Screeching Weasel had some song. you know, they, they were love songs, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they were easier to, I don't know, sing along to, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But these fucking songs, dude, they they, they hold up against Weasel and the Queers and all that stuff. Oh, big time. You know, Joey, Joey Vindictive wrote some... Dude, he's like... he's a little, He's got that Ben Weasel and Dr. Frank thing. He's like a good uh, cross between them, you know? Yeah, totally. Like he tells a fucking story. Dude, sometimes you gotta bust out the Google... To understand what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you know he uses some cool words and um. He's like got the snottiness on on like eleven. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Which was yeah. I was all about that back then. You know. It's uh, yeah. Still love it though, of course. One thing I had a bad day today, right? Oh man, bummer. <laughs> like just just work bullshit, and I'm just stressed to fuck, and I'm listen. I'm at work and I'm listening to the Vindictives, and <laughs> it's making my day worse. And then it hits me that, you know, all these songs, they have all these great melodies, but, like, <laughs> these melodies are just over this, like, neurotic craziness. Yeah. And I can't figure out if these songs make me feel like shit or if they just remind me that I feel like shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I got home and I told my wife, I'm like, man, today sucked. And it's like, I've been listening to the Vindictives and it's really making my day worse. <laughs> but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, this is just, this is crazy, but, um, That's funny. love this band, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, it's weird. It's like, I realize that I, I'm, I'm kind of a fucking weird dude sometimes. Wonder what his trip is. <laughs> just now realizing that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've known it for a long time, but you know, I like listen to the Vindictus and you're like, man, this guy's, this guy's got a couple issues. And I'm like, wait a second. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> All yeah, right. There's another thing about the Vindictus. I just want to get it out there and just end the debate. Because, like, multiple people have asked me, and I think they ask you, too, like, do you guys have any affiliation to the record store? <laughs> no, dude. No. We just needed a name for this show. So, like, we're going through our records. We're texting each other back and forth. Like, how about My Brain Hurts podcast or Cretan Family or whatever the fuck? <laughs> Nate was like, what about Dummy Room? And I said, hmm, Dummy Room. That's pretty fucking great. And it's not as like obvious as a weasel reference. Vindictives have always been a little bit, you know, a little bit more underground than the, like weasel is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, I just remember telling you, like, anyone who gets it will think it's fucking totally cool. And if they don't get it, they'll just think it's a cool title. Anyway, so. <laughs> I remember throwing that out and thinking, this is too obvious. You know what I mean? This is, <laughs> this is too obvious, but um, like this has to be taken. 
you know? Yeah. There has to be a punk rock podcast called this already. There wasn't. And, um, it, you know, I kind of like that cause you don't have to put podcasts at the end of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, you couldn't just say, Hey, I'm on, I'm on the, my brain hurts. You know, you couldn't, that, right. that sounds, you're weird, in so. the, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so this worked out perfect. Um, yeah. And of course we get to, we get to wear that, that, uh, that badge of honor too. You know, if you, if you know where we got the name from, then you, then you know what this is about. Exactly. But I've gotten multiple people kind of like, almost like in a judgy way, like, do you guys have any affiliation to Joey Vindictive or the record store? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I find it annoying after a while. I feel like we are um, paying our dues to Joey Vindictive. Like, everybody knows the Ramones and the Descendants and Screeching Weasel, you know? Those are the obvious bands of this of the bubble, right? Right. But the Vindictives are like, they're that band that not everybody loves. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the cool people do. If you fucking know the Vindictives, you love the fucking Vindictives, right? Nobody ever says, eh, I don't really like them, you know? They're okay. Everybody says they either don't like them, I don't like the vocals. It always comes out of the vocal. Like, people either deal with it or they can't. Yeah, so girls usually don't like this band. That's what I found, right? You know what I... The best, best description I ever heard came from a female who said that uh, Joey Vindictive on the end of assembly line sounds like a white ODB. <laughs> like old dirty bastard, you know what I'm saying? I, I have you heard, heard uh, of Punk his? Rock Beavis. Punk Rock Beavis? Uh, yeah, yeah, I could maybe see that. But anyways, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, we are definitely, uh, you know, we're paying homage to, to, uh, to Joey Vindictive with the podcast name. Yeah. In an indirect kind of way. I mean, yeah, we both love this shit. But also, yeah. it's just a great title. It is, yeah, for sure. But yeah, anyway, so that we answer. can settle that one. So please quit asking me that. You can ask Nate all you want, but I'm tired <laughs> of being asked that. Dude, I've I've been asked it. I was asked uh, just last week. Somebody asked if we were affiliated with Joey Vindictive. Nope. I mean, yeah, we are, we're fans, if, if that counts. But no, we don't. Other than that, no. So anyways, back to the task at hand. Dude, tonight we're doing our top 11 vindictives. Top 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Here comes the top 11. The top 11. Top 11. Top 11. Here comes the top 11. These go to 11. All right, so my number 11 is... Coming off the Disturbia 7-inch, and I'm going with I'm Sick.
straight burner. Yep. Uh, it's on one of the larger lists. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was tough to like narrow it down because I kind of think, I don't know, when I think of them, I think of basically many moods. Like I used to just listen to that constantly, like the whole thing, never skip anything. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's just all those old seven inches that I used to have on a cassette, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my dis- like vindictives. I don't veer too far off of that on my list. But it was hard to decide. Like I knew like my top few, but once like the after like the top four or five, I love these all pretty much equally. You know, I'm sick. It's just as good as anything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the. Uh, I don't want to say like the classic that great sound, that great bass sound in the beginning. Yeah, that's one thing you, know, you don't hear in like modern pop punk no one plays bass like they did in the 90s remember like nope. in the 90s there was like this big renaissance of bass <laughs> i don't know if it was because of like like flea and that what's the dude from primus and all this all these oh yeah this in like bass kind of went to the forefront for a little while in the early 90s you know maybe it was because of the pixies i don't know what why but it definitely was a thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah I love that old sound, but no one does it anymore. It's kind of weird. You notice that? Yeah, I like, guess. I mean, maybe like some of the bands that did it will still do it, but I'm saying like out of new bands, you don't, you just don't hear that kind of bass these days. No, no. Maybe back then it was kind of also because of the whole like ska. A lot of those those ska punk bands had crazy bass. Even Rancid had crazy bass, right? Yeah, I'm not a rancid guy. Yeah, me either, but they did have crazy bass. <laughs> All right, so I went with I'm Sick. What did you have at number 11? Number 11, I got This Is My Face. this about like any vindictive song but you know if somebody asked you what this band sounded like 
Yeah. You can just play this one. Yeah. I you mean, know, it, has all, it hits, ticks all the boxes. Yeah, it's short. The thing I love the most about the Vindictus is the background vocals. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. They, they just had a way of doing it just right. And, like, kind of like in their own way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good mix with, with Joey's vocals and then these great, huge backup vocals. Yeah. It was pretty cool, man. My number 10 is This Is My Face. Such a great song. Yeah. Just the the, the, the guitars, those buzzsaw guitars, man, that just have that vindictive style, you know? Yeah. Fucking love it. Oh, I do too, man. I, I love this song for some reason. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, it's number 11 or number 10 for you, but it's like there's so many good songs. Right. Uh, I just, I love this song. Yeah. I love that, the, the intro, that dun, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? It's like see. every band had that in the early 90s, <laughs> yeah. something like that. I was in bands that we did that, right. like every song. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It still is. I was in a band that musically we tried to be the Vindictives, like everything. It was like, just, just copy what they did. Yeah. But you can't copy the vocals, of course. Do you think that the early Vindictives are kind of what influenced Ben to finally start doing all of what we call weasel leads? Because the Vindictives um, had it in 91. I, yeah, you know what? Well, probably. Yeah, I maybe, mean. Maybe they influenced each other a little bit, you yeah. know? Maybe there was. Yeah, like maybe because you know, Ben was in the Vindictives, right? Yeah, they were buddies. Yeah. So that was my number 10. What did you have at number 10? My number 10 is our namesake, dude. Dummy Room.
cool. Yeah, of course. This is this is where we got it from. We just said, but uh, I love the intro of this. That super fast bass. Yeah. <laughs> that sound, man. You know. Exactly. And then the guitars, those dual guitars over the top of it. Yeah, it rules. it's just a ripper, just fast as hell too. Yeah, I miss that early '90s bass. Someone needs well, to bring that shit back. <laughs> what do you think of um? What you think the only you know, you know the Vindictives never really did a proper album. Do you think that that could be what hurt them a little bit? Probably so. I mean, it was like I mean, seven inches, and then you know, many moods, and that you know what that was. Do you think like people really need an album? I think I think they do. I think people didn't buy seven inches like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, back in like the early '90s, CDs were still like the most common format. You know. Yeah, but it's cool because the Vindictives were, um, you know, they, they they didn't tour right. They never they never played outside of Chicago. I don't think. I never heard of anybody that saw them. You know. Yeah. Um, but they got signed to Lookout. So I mean, not many bands got signed to Lookout, right? You had to be top notch shit. Yeah. So they get on Lookout and they they don't even put out an album. They put out, you know, Lookout puts a comp of all their previously released stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and uh, I think it did pretty good, you know, double LP, right? Yeah. But that's, that's what I guess where I'm going with this is that's how awesome they were. You know, that, that somebody would, somebody like Lookout would put out their previously released, you know, songs. Yeah. And it's a double LP nonetheless. Kind of screams volumes of the, of the awesomeness of these songs. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't let those old ones go, dude. They're just too fucking good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you had our namesake, the dummy, uh, just dummy room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that will bring us to my number nine. I have, uh, and the world isn't flat anymore.
Same seven inch, actually. Yeah. This Disturbia is holding up the rear here, but it's all good <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking macro mutations, dude. <laughs> I always love this song. Still love it. It never gets old to me. You know, it's just classic to me. I don't know. Yep. So I had that one. What you got? Uh, for number nine, mm-hmm. I got the Bonnie's in the playpen. Don't you mean Bonnie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a certain level of uh, yeah, you're right. There's a certain level of rock and roll like yeah, uh, toughness to this song. Yeah. I like that they have you know, that It's kind side. of sleazy sounding. It's got the swing to it, you know? Yeah. Fucking love it, man. myself out on that one. Oh yeah I, I can't get over this one dude still love it though but it didn't I love, make my top 11 i love he's got a line in there where she's she's thinking of ways to get time off her job to kick his ass <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i wonder yep. who this bonnie is because she i don't know she turns up on a like another song too later yes she does but uh yeah that's always cool tradition of the ramones you know what i mean Always like that. Definitely, yeah. I love this song, man. I, I couldn't. Yeah, this at, at at one point this was just on the bubble of the list, and then it got on the list, and it was off the list, and then it moved way up, and yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, you just got to pencil them in, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know all about it, my friend. All right, so that'll bring us to what? Where are we at? Number eight. eight. Okay. I have La La Land.
good one. Off the old basket case. Yep. Seven inch, of course. Or Mini Moods, I believe it's on there too. As all of these are, pretty much. Yeah. Another fucking burner, you know. It's, what can you say? It just has everything you love about the Vindictus all in one little song. Once again, you know. Mm-hmm. I never get tired of it, though. It's like they kind of have their formula, you know. But oh yeah it, but it never gets old <laughs> i think nope. it's those backgrounds like you said mixed with joey's voice but yeah man la la land for me what did you have uh number eight i got ugly american <laughs> This song, the chorus, it might be the best chorus ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. The only thing I don't like about the song is that the intro. I don't know, something about that. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds kind of weak, but um, no. This song is fucking great. Yeah, it is. I Definitely had it on a larger uh, list, but I didn't end up using it. I kind of thought you would, though, so that makes me happy. Yeah, this is definitely uh, pro Americana, right? Yeah, big time. <laughs> so no, it's it's a great song. I've always loved it. I I think it's probably you know if you had to quiz a Vindictive's fan, it's it's probably top five like iconic Vindictive songs. You yeah, know that chorus, dude, is is too big. You know. Yeah, it is fucking great. Stop me before I kill again. <laughs> yeah. 
We haven't had one that's the same yet. No, we haven't. It's crazy. I think we probably will sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my number one has been my number one since I was a kid. I, I, I think you might even know what it is. And my number two has always been, like, way up there. Like, anyways. I am Reverend Norb, scratching himself intimately as I watch a cat do the same. And I am telling you that you are listening to the Dummy Room Podcast. Seven. Number seven. I had to pull from the old rocks in my head and take another bad day, dude. <laughs> love I love that, that one, fucking dude. song. Yeah. Yep. Didn't make my list. It's got a little shout out to the MTX at the end. Yep. Pretty cool. I, of course. Yeah, that, I, I just couldn't have it on there, man. I always love that one, man. Yeah, that was the, you know, obviously one of the first th- things I ever heard by him, so. Yeah, it's good shit. My number seven is uh, The Invisible Man. Yeah. <laughs> 
too, man. <laughs> the the uh, the great fucking great Chuck Berry intro. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. I do like this, that this rock is, and um, roll side of the Vindictives. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They did it. They did it great. But um, this is the song where I think his vocals are like the least snotty of all the Vindictive songs. Yeah. And um, I, I every time I hear it, I hear like Jello Biafra. You know? <laughs> do you? So at times, uh, at times could, throughout the Vindictive catalog, I can hear that, especially on this song. I every time, and I always have from from when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. Do not. He's got a line in this song. That's what is it? Uh, do not disturb this state of unconsciousness. I love that line. That is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's always he's got these lines. He, he's, I mean, he's, he's got an underrated great lyricist. Lyrics, man. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I think he's just as strong as Ben. I think he's just as yeah, absolutely. When you read Lyrically. a song, like I. So I was reading some of the lyrics, you know, while I was listening, and I'm, I'm like, shit, I, that, the, the, I didn't even know that's what he said, you know. Yeah. But if you read him, not listening to the song, you sometimes you wouldn't even be able to guess. I couldn't even guess the song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Without the he, melody, it's hard because he's saying a lot of stuff. And the way he phrases certain words, yeah. you just can't do it. Yeah. It's... And, and the backup vocals make these songs so, so much better. That without him, sometimes you kind of lose the context of, of where you're at. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Invisible Man, just just, uh, just a great one. It really is. All right, we're coming in on my number six. six. This is the one and only song that I ever find myself listening to off the damn Hypnopunko. <laughs> and I had to go with uh, structure and function. A bit of a slow yep. jam, but I love that damn song.
been a while since I'd listened to that record. I went back and listened to it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's 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 actually really good, you know? It just never caught me like like the other stuff did. Yeah. So it's all the stuff that's on my list. And twos and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So so there's this um there's this thought that when you're making a list of things you have to uh so to speak, um, spread the wealth. You know, like if you're making a list of your favorite lookout records, you can't have two queers records or two. You know what I mean? Yes, you can. And it's like fuck that. You know? Yeah. If you're it's, making an honest one, you gotta just have whatever it is. Yeah, and that's all this is. And and these are the songs on my list that I just they've always they grab me at at such a young age, and I you know twenty some years later I still love these songs. Exactly. And I mean, Hi- Hypnopunk was good. But it just didn't catch me like these songs, no, and that's neither. that's that's my fault, you know. Just depends where you're at in your life when you hear the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just weird that 25 years later, I'm still, still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I definitely too, not the same person, but it's just like, man, these songs are so fucking good. I'm not as angsty as I was. Right. Probably like more neurotic, but <laughs> not angry for sure. Yeah. And these songs probably just still they every time I hear them it's almost like chills sometimes. Yeah, and I like the fact that the Vindictives are an acquired taste. You know what I mean? Like, you could kind of tell who's cool by who kind of liked them. You know what I mean? Like it was like you had said in a previous episode, it was one of those bands you could like kind of like judge a new girl on. You know what I mean? <laughs> the other. The girl task for sure. Yeah, like, like throw some vindictives on. If she hates it, she may not be the one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if if you play, you know, you could play Green Day or the Queers. Those are like punk rock gateway bands. Yeah. And and that that's acceptable. But if if you could if you could play the Vindictives, and she didn't run, she was cool. If she liked them, you had wedding bells in your future, man. <laughs> totally. Going to the chapel. <laughs> but from my experience most most girls didn't care for him no most definitely so, did not i did meet a few of course throughout well, i know history, quite a few that did but most did not <laughs> you know what i mean the only other band that i would find that that women hated more than that that i liked a lot was the connie dungs yeah girls could not handle the connie dungs no so Another band that people always want us to talk about is Sloppy Seconds, too. Ooh, I love them. But yeah, and chicks weren't into them either. No, definitely not into them. Um, but the Vindictives, when it came to this snotty punk rock, you know? Yeah. The, the, that vocal, that Beavis vocal. <laughs> the Beavis uh, no, vocal. Nobody touched it. Nobody touches the Vindictives. Not the Connie Dongs, not Sloppy Seconds. No, as far as snottiness... In, no. that, in that camp, Vindictive's top of the heap. I mean, he's got great vocals, great lyrics. The production kicked ass. Killer backgrounds once again. <laughs> and, and just the topics. There was, you know, I mean, this guy was legitimately almost off his rocker. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like that. And it, it comes through. And, man, even they even had the, one of the best band names. True. Yes. That's a great name and a cool logo. and a, Yep. Everything about them was just cool, dude. They're a great band. Yep. Okay, so 
What are we on? I don't even know. Six? I did. What was your... My six was structure and function. Did you give yours? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Well, what you got? Apartment number two. great song about uh shitty neighbors right (laughs) yeah and still we don't have a match yet what the fuck the the backups in this vocal this is like the this is the one right those big oh yeah yeahs you know (laughs) oh man i fucking love it that that's really what did this song for me you know kind of a basic song you know nothing too special about it um just that uh typical vindictives thing but the backups were unbelievable totally Man, I just really can't believe we don't have anything the same yet. <laughs> I freak out if we don't have anything the whole way through. That'd be like a first. Yes. Nah, no. Nah, we got there's there's at least two. Okay. If you don't have these two, we're we're divorcing tonight. <laughs> five. What you got for five? I have alarm clocks from the great seven inch of the same name. Yup. And uh, I remember Mike Byrne telling us that when he jammed with the Vindictives, that was the first song he wanted to play. <laughs> I always thought that was cool because I love that fucking song too, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I could see why he'd want to do it, you know? And uh, that always stuck with me. Yeah, so I have alarm clocks. <laughs>
To like the gold, everything else I have on this list fucking totally rules. Yep. So, so my number five is uh, circles. Okay. Okay. Total rock and roller. Yeah. Um. One of my favorites, in fact. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have it at number four. Cool. Well, my number four happens to be alarm clocks. Okay. <laughs> So we did a little switch a little there. But thing I think going we're, on. We're, we're back on track. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, cool, because I didn't want to get a divorce, man. You know, <laughs> I said forever, um, and I meant it. <laughs> the line in circles <laughs> where he says, um, "As you wait for your lobotomy in line." Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah, I mean, love that line. You can't man. get much more classic than that. No. Nope. Yeah. The, the cranky little clones wet at once and cry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. lyrically, he's. He's just great. Best yeah. thing since Frank or Ben, really. He's right up there with those dudes. Yeah, definitely, man.
I had alarm clocks at number four. Um, this is this is um, one of those songs that definitely compares them to Screeching Weasel. It, I mean, it sounds like a weasel yeah, song. Yeah. It starts off. I mean, and I I say that from the point of view that I was a weasel fan before the Vindictives. Yeah. So when I heard it, I remember thinking, "Damn, this is a weasel song. <laughs> Which one is it?" You know. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, alarm clocks is is. I, I think that's an obvious one. Yeah, that's like a hit. You know what I mean? Definitely. But there's a reason because it is that I, good. I think we might have the same top three. It's very possible <laughs> because my top three, you can't really beat them. Can't so, beat them. Yeah. Just wonder if they're going to be in the same order. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna find out right about now. My number three is. Coming off the ugly American 7-inch, I'm talking glad to be.
It's a great one. You know, I didn't have it. it. Holy shit. Have... Nope. Oh, man, one nope. of my favorites. It's like number 12, dude. <laughs> I love that song. I, love the... I really yeah. identified with it back then, the whole, like, you know, proud to be a fucking reject in your world. I mean, didn't we all feel I like know. that? You know what I mean? I know. I know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Another one that could totally be a weasel song as well. Yeah. Musically, you know? Yeah. It's, it's it, it got booted the last, you know, when I Ooh. did my final thing. Jeez. I'm wondering now if we're going to match up. What you got at number three? Uh, number three is uh, the first one I ever heard. Rocks in my head. that got me into this band i i've said over the years that it's my favorite but when it comes down to it i found two better ones but this song man this song kicks ass it's it so does. punchy you know it's so depressing you know yeah he wanted to be an abortion it's like damn dude <laughs> right but that's always stuck in my head this this one is this is just the one of the songs that I will never forget. I will I will never forget where I have that record. I don't remember all that shit, you know. Yeah. But this is one of the classics that I will never forget where I first heard this song. After this, my buddy Ryan and me, we were big Vindictives fans, you know. He, we got a. I think I got. I think we both had it actually. Maybe he got it first, but the party time ten inch, you know. Yeah. And I remember that. 10 inches were great because they fit in our lockers at school. LPs didn't. <laughs> right. So you could fit them in there. So we used to bring the trade them and shit more often. But yeah, that's what that record, because at that time it was cool to, you know, when, when punk rock bands did covers, yeah, like cool covers, you know, right. and they did it fucking great. You know, 
they did great versions of cool songs and the vindictives we just loved them Even after that, like, when all my friends that were, like, once into, like, pop punk, when they started getting to, like, really hardcore stuff, like, Vindictives were still that band. Like, that common ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, my hardcore friends loved them still, so. That's cool. Yeah, but, yeah, Rock's in my head, man. I think I think this is, like, one of the most classic Vindictive songs. It is. It totally is. I kind of left it off because... It's kind of like... Uh, I can't believe you left it off. Well, I kind of look at that song as kind of like <laughs> the uh, like the rock and roll all night of the Vindictives. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? That was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I love it too. I just didn't have it because yeah. of that. You know, I look at that as like, that's the one that... I get it. I think everyone loves and knows. A little too that, obvious for me. That, that wasn't one of my songs of divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, so we're down to the top two. <laughs> Man, my number two totally fucking rules, and I think you think so too. But it's coming off that remember the old punk USA comp? Mm, of course. I'm in trouble now, dude. <laughs> of course. One of the best ever. <laughs> Cheeks around 
You're not in trouble. You're not fucking divorced. Uh, I love the whole, like, I realize you were a missing person by the noose that you wore around your neck. Oh, my God. What a great starting line, you know? I, I know. I know. Uh, so, spoiler, it's my number one. Okay. Can't get over that. But, yeah. Oh, what a line. Yeah. This is a song where I can't, you know, when he says purplish rings and pale cheeks. And like, melancholy eyeballs. When, when you when he sings it, it doesn't sound like that, you know. But once you read it, you're like, damn, that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the day room, glaring and grinding your teeth, I had to ask you, what the fuck? Right. Can't beat it, man. In the day I room. I I went around between this song and Rocks for a while. Yeah. Being my number one, but Rocks, uh, it, it's a great song, but it, it's really more just like sentimental value to me. Right, I'm in trouble. Is I'm in trouble now. Is is clearly the one of the greatest songs ever written. Oh, big time. Yeah. Okay, so that was my number two, and your number one. So what's your number two? My number two is Assembly Line. Boom! Is that your number one? That's my number one. <laughs> ever since I first heard that song as a kid, I just. I love the Vindictus ever since. You know what I mean? It has everything. Yeah. That great weaselly type of it's it's uh, vindictive it's like Z hey type suburbia. Of lead. It's like Hey Suburbia done over again. <laughs> yeah. It's also the same progression as fucking uh, disappointed wine press, basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh love that too, of course. And um When 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 he says um she chewed up fifty tablets of Valium Yeah. And it's yummy yummy in my tummy. Yeah. Yummy, yummy in the tummy. Oh my god, it's fucking unreal. Yeah, I mean, what a what a line. You know the the, and then the backgrounds song, with it. You know, yeah, that that the backups in this vocal are like the the greatest in this in this song. Oh yeah, in this song, man, like it's fucking, huge. When you hate your, I don't hate my job, but when you when work sucks, this is the song that <laughs> really makes it suck worse. You know, like damn, I don't want to go to work anymore. You know, yeah. This is me, you know? I want to take Valiums. Tell me about it! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I don't want to do this shit anymore, you know? You want to be a maladaptive function of the wealth of nations and all that? Yeah, I'm a, you know, yeah. And the, the, the line where he says, uh, um, I'm a deadbeat, a loser, a parasitic user, and then the backups are, I'm a moocher, a cop-out, a, 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 a wimpy, wimpy gutted lip dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Like, if you told somebody, yeah, the backup vocals are a moocher, a cop-out, a wimpy, gutted, limp dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, you wouldn't think that they could pull that off. It, that doesn't sound like a good line. Yeah, and without it, there's something missing, you know? It's like, you need it. It's perfect. Yes.
Lyrically, vocally, musically, to me, the best song they ever did. Just a cut above, I'm in trouble now, you know what I mean? Just because of those background vocals. Yeah. I love it. Plus, at the very end, when Joe's kind of doing his kind of off-key thing is when that girl said he sounded like the white ODB. (laughs) I love it. Because I I could totally hear it. Like, have you ever heard any of that ODB solo shit where he's kind of singing a little bit? No. It's like almost as like that guy, like just a friend, like big Bismarcky, whatever, hmm. like off key vocal kind of. Anyway, that's my favorite, dude. I had to do it. I knew when we first decided this the other day that that was number one and I had to fill in the rest, which took quite a while, in fact, to really narrow them down. So let's see. How many do we have the same? We both had assembly line and treble now. Alarm clocks, circles. That was it. That's it. Those are all in my top four, so. Yeah, those are, that was my top five, all of them, so. Cool. Yeah, we are still almost the same guy. Yeah. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. <laughs> Assembly line, I've always loved it. Kind of came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. It's like, God, I can't. This song is too good. But I'm in trouble now, man. That song, the ending of that song, it's just, it's epic, man. It's an unreal, total anthem. (laughs) You know, it's sad, but I feel like I live this song a little bit. You know? Yeah, I've been there a million times. I I hate fucking saying that because I sound like people are going to think I'm, like, depressed or whatever. But it's like, God damn, sometimes you're just in this rat wheel of life that just sucks you know yeah everybody's been there bro there's nothing to be ashamed of it's like god i'm there all the time though you know but it's that's cool whatever yeah it's just work everyone's got to do it and and everybody hates it so we just deal with it because we're part of that and you have to pay the bills somehow yeah we win the lottery my friend so yeah man vindictive's we finally did it. You know, this was, we, we kind of joked about, I kind of joked about not doing this. Just to kind of dangle it and keep people on pins and needles. Cause that's because one of our most requested episodes <laughs> before that. It was when are you going to have Joe queer, when are you going to have Joe queer and it's still yeah. Jughead. But I think us explaining the Jughead thing made people chill with that a little bit. Yeah. But he's coming um, back like really soon. Right. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's in the yeah, works. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it when people say, you, you should have Joe Queer on. It's like, really? We know. You know? Yeah. We, we've, we've probably talked about Joe Queer more than anybody on the show. We're obviously fans of Joe, so. Yeah. But, yeah, we love the fucking Vindictives. That was pretty fun, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought we'd have some more that were the same, but, man, what, what a catalog they have. You know? Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of great shit. 
Yeah, man. But um. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I guess. Let's wrap it up. Episode ninety-eight, one not to be forgotten. Yeah, finally <laughs> do know. some vindictives. Maybe, uh, maybe forget about it. <laughs> guess we'll see. But anyways, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Give me your best. Uh, give 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 me your best, Joey vindictive. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I, <laughs> I can't do I, it either. I can't do it. No? No, probably not. I don't even think I could try. <laughs> you should try. I don't know. What should I say? Uh, I don't know. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would rather sing some, try to sing something than, you know, do it, Joey. I'm game. <laughs> no, I'm not. Of, so. uh, Let's do hear well, uh, the, your version, your acapella version of uh, <laughs> nope. Weasel Goodbye to You. <laughs> well, let's just play that one and be done. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye to you. Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. See you next week for another fun episode. Goodbye to you.